bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life without me. It's Britney, bitch. And I am back. All right, we are back. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, if you're a rocket and listening to this, please feel free to DM either me or Luke. But uh, Luke, I guess, what are some things that you love? <laughs> um, I love sports, obviously. That's why we have a podcast. Um, I, I love to hang out with my friends. That's always fun. Um, yeah, off the top of my head, that's all I can get right now. That's all I can give you. I love I love my dog uh, Ruby. Yeah, Luke's dog Ruby. Shout out her. <laughs> She's a goat. But uh I guess I love when college basketball players make free throws. That's really fun. Um then I thought about it. I'm like, literally anything you do, hitting a bet just like enhances it. I was just like, gonna say that, but I didn't, I was gonna wait till you were done. I mean, like if you like eat a good meal, you know it's better than eating a good meal. Eating a good meal while you hit a bet, like yep. if you have a few brewskis, what makes it more fun? Just hitting a bet. And we did that this weekend. It was awesome. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Winning, just winning in general. Okay, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, at any point you're doing anything you enjoy. If you're winning at the same time, oh my god. It's like I made a top 20 animated kids movies of all time and I had cars at five and I got absolutely shit on it. But I said it would have been higher if the queen won the fucking you know, race. You didn't have him in your top five. Yeah, I had him at six because he didn't win the fucking race. Oh. So. Anyway, we'll start with who's hot and who's due. By who's hot, like the Super Bowl, they had 51 0.6 million viewers for the Super Bowl. And this hops into my who's due. NBA game six, 12.5. Uh, MLB game six, 14.3 million. The national title, 22.6 million. Not bad, but still not bad? even half of what the Super Bowl is doing. That's just, they own just everything to do with TV. I mean, it's like the most watched thing in the world, I think. And, like, there's just no possible chance that even the Olympics is on right now, which you could throw in that do category. Okay. I don't know one single person who's seen a minute of the Olympics so far this year. Well, it's like I was listening to Tyson Tate, and they're like, oh, who do you have winning the Olympics? They're just, like, joking around about it. And they, like, they, they like love to, answer, to ask people that question. They're like, oh, who do you got this year in the Olympics? Like, no one cares. Yeah, we're not even in first place. We're in third. I think like Norway or something is in first. Like yeah, it's, it's the stupid um Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics are dumb. Now yeah. there's a video game, a Wii game called Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. That is fun. That game is fucking awesome. If you want to put asses in seats, play that game. Yes, that game's fun. That's way better than watching the actual Olympics. Or beer Olympics. Them are fun too. Yes, ah. true. My dog's barking. Sorry. I had to load up Ruby. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you can go ahead with your who's oh, yeah, those are all yours, wasn't it? 
Uh, my who's hot is LA teams in the last couple of years. I mean, all of them went all in on some guys, and they and it worked. They went all in. Got Mookie, Mookie Betts, for example, won right away. Anthony Davis, LeBron, they won pretty much right away once they got AD. And then the Rams, too. I mean, LA teams are just on fire the last couple of years in all the sports. It just kind of sucks, though, because LA has that market where you can go all in, and guys will be like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'll join a super team in LA, like live in the greatest like climate ever, like with a bunch of famous people around. Like, yeah, why not? But like, let's say the Bengals wanted to just give away all their draft picks just to get, you know, like pretty much what LA did. They're like, fuck it. We don't need draft picks when we can just get guys who've done it, put them on these like one year contracts and then get a Super Bowl out of it. That is not a chance that would ever happen in Cincinnati. So I know it's it's easy there. And like baseball, especially because baseball is no like uh, cap or anything. So big markets run that shit. You, You can pay. The, the Dodgers pay whoever, whenever they want. They always have a superstar that they just pay because they can. Well, I feel like even in New York, that like whole James Harden thing was coming up. He was like really upset with his living situation. Yeah. Like, if you live in New York, you got to live in like a penthouse type thing. But in LA, you still probably have like a front yard and shit and like, oh, yeah. Lay out in your backyard, catch some rays. Yeah, for sure. It's really nice there, obviously. That's why people go there. I would never fucking live there though. The sun no, I wouldn't either. The back not, of my balls. Too it, not even just like how hot it is. All it's just it's too like bougie for me. Yeah, I'm a simplistic guy. Yep. Uh, and my do is the MLB. I mean, they gotta figure it the fuck out. Uh, this lockout thing is so dumb. My pitchers and catchers were supposed to report a couple days ago. Nothing, obviously. Obviously, it was a lockout, and also. I mean, Manfred just lets these guys run all over him. He just comes out with all these rules now, and it's like like how the Universal DH, obviously we've been doing that forever, but I guarantee I I've, I want it to happen, obviously, but any other league would not even – would have never changed that rule, I swear to God. But Manfred just – everyone had everyone hates him, and he probably wants to be liked a little, so he's like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. And then either, no steroid testing, obviously, because you can't right now because of the lockout, but – it's a shit show of a league and they got to figure it out and get back to baseball because I like uh, MLB. It's a lot of fun, especially because it's like the only thing going on at the time. So if that's not going on once college basketball is over, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Yeah. They're aiming for March 30th to be opening day. And I just think there's no shot. And like, they just had a deal that they gave to the players association and they didn't agree on that. And then they're thinking about canceling like a shit ton of minor league organizations. So a bunch of them guys are going to be out of jobs. Just a slippery slope right now for them will be. Yeah. Not a good time right now, but I actually excited. I want the season to start just because there's, it was me as exciting ending last year. So I don't know. It's just something to cheer for in the summer. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll hop into the Super Bowl. That happened this weekend. I kind of want to go over things that I bet on. So, first of all, I did offensive line and touchdown. It was five bucks to win 80. I'm like, hell, like it would be awesome that hit. Well, it didn't. But then Odell touchdown, automatic lock, and then the under. But then there's also some prop bets that I wish would have been on there, like over on punches thrown. Aaron Donald and them got in a little 
scrapple. I wish I would have bet that. That would have been an insane thing to bet on. Just like bet on a fight. Um, the amount of times that someone says, "Oh, Monday should be a national holiday after the Super Bowl," <laughs> it's like every fucking time. It's like at least eight people. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. I have to go to work or school tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm fortunate that I've had school the past six years. So I past six years, I've not gone to school Monday. Like that's without the little other extracurricular activities you could do. Haven't done that every year, but that's, that's their problem, I guess. But talking about the actual game, start off with a rock. Like one, I kind of feel bad for, Michael Buffer or whatever, the guy who usually starts off the Rams games because The Rock just absolutely ripped him out of a job. I guess only for the Super Bowl. But if The Rock takes your job from you, you got to kind of like look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I'm okay with that because the, most, say anything. the most famous person on planet Earth. You're going to go up to him and be like, hey, dude, it's my job. Probably not. He's a little bigger than you. But, like, I feel like it would give you self-confidence to be like, yeah, my, my job got taken by The Rock. Like, this is a great job. Yeah, if anyone's taking my job, hopefully it's him, right? Yeah, and then more little just side shit in the game. Snoop Dogg obviously getting caught lighting up a blunt, like, right before <laughs> he hops on stage. Like, he didn't try to really hide it either. He's just like, whatever. He's just ducking in the stairwell. It's just smoking a J. It's like, what else did you expect? I don't know if the Super Bowl or like the stadium or anything told him he couldn't, but that's your fault for hiring Snoop Dogg. So, I mean, that you got what he asked for pretty much. And um, I mean, we found out Snoop is, I mean, full crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just all oh, the blue that he's wearing. I mean, I mean, we all knew it, but it's just funny that that's what he came out in. Oh, yeah. I mean, he. It, He's not scared to show it either. But then the one thing that just really insanely pissed me off, I'm not even going to talk about the game yet. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, we'll get was, to the game in a bit. The, it was like morning out, it felt like. like there's yeah. just sunlight the entire time. And I said to the guys, I'm like, if the Super Bowl is in New Orleans every year, who's complaining about that? That's like the perfect, most perfect place to have it. I know they had that power shortage shit or whatever in that Ravens Super Bowl. But New Orleans, I think every year they have to have the Super Bowl. No fans are butts about it. Who New Orleans? Yeah. No, that's fair. I I would because it's just I know next year's Arizona. So uh give me Cardinals Super Bowl champs to do it right now. Kyler's thinking about leaving, but yeah, but I mean it's happened the last two years that the home team has won their Super Bowl. So I mean they're hot. You're how you do and it's hot right now so but no definitely a profit that would be really cool especially in la is the amount of celebrities there that was unreal. i mean i unbelievable amount because it's in like, LA. i kind of feel bad too but i guess the rams fan base isn't that good anyway but like yeah, that no, being it's... a diehard Bengals fan your entire life and then your seat gets taken by I don't know, Shakira, like that, 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 that would be pissed off. Did you see the video of, um, it was JLo and she's like during the halftime show, she's danced, everything knows all the rap, rapping, all the songs. And then Ben Affleck's next to her 
just kind of bobbing <laughs> around and didn't know, have a clue what the hell is going on. Like the whitest guy ever he looked like. Yeah, I mean, I guess she used to be with A-Rod. He would have had to know more Snoop Dogg lyrics than fucking Ben Affleck. But ben Affleck. Whatever. Ben fucking Affleck. I don't know. But, I mean, if we're going to talk about the game, I think that was just an unbelievable game. Obviously, I bet on the under, which I bet on the under of the Pro Bowl, too, which is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> but I didn't tell anybody about it because I wanted to cheer for a good game. But I didn't, I didn't tell anyone about my Rams money line either. Yeah. And, and everybody would have mushed the fuck out of it. I told everyone I about mean, my other ones, but my other bets, but not that one. But like the Bengals, they had, I think, just every chance to pull this game out and they did. Yeah. And the like final sack celebration from Aaron Donald pointing at his ring, like that's just unbelievable. He should have won MVP, first of all. Well, Anyway, that just the reaction of the house we were at from, I guess, you, me, whoever else bet against the Bengals was just awesome. Like, we were the biggest, like, Joe Burrow, Bengals, Nick Riders all playoffs. But the minute that the Rams won, we're like, get the cat, who? Joe no, Shiesty. I literally screwed the TV. I'm like, you, you fucked up. You're never coming back here. Yeah. And I was, like, yelling at him. I'm like, I love you, Joe, but you're never getting back. <laughs> I was, just, like, yelling at him. Because, I mean – the reason I said the Aaron Donald thing, him win MVP, I mean, he just – he won the game the second half. He won them the game. It was – he just took over. It was like, I'm, I'm going to get a sack every – I'm going to pressure or get a sack every single time. I mean, it's just – if Cooper Cup only has one touchdown, it definitely goes down. If Van Jefferson – if – if what's his name? If Stafford doesn't miss, miss Van Jefferson in the back of the end zone, Donald's MVP, and I have a lot more money in my pocket. When Jesse Bates got that touchdown, though, didn't he think, like, it's over? Like, it – I don't know. Who? You know that that pick in the back of the end zone by oh, Jesse Oh, yeah. Bates? I thought, like, that this game's over. That's huge. It's, it's because Burrow – Burrow was terrible. He was yeah. not good. But, yeah. I mean – was... I mean, breaking down Burrow's game, he had – the one catch was a, a pretty good throw, but it was a better catch by Jamar Chase. Then the next touch, the touchdown he threw was because a little face mask, blatant call, just missed it. So that's a touchdown. And then he had a chance up seven to just go down and kick a field goal and pretty much put the game almost out of reach. And he punted, 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 turnover on downs. He was not good. If you give him a serviceable O-line, though. But, but, yeah, I but think- I – no, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. But I hate when people are saying, well, his line didn't block for him. But everyone – we knew that going in. It's not like the Mahomes situation where it's like – where just they just shit the bed for him. We knew that going in that that was the weak point. He got sacked nine times in a game earlier against the Titans. It's like obviously his line wasn't good, but I don't want – that's not an excuse because we all knew it going in. He knew it going in. The team knows they don't have a good old line. Well, I think their defense – holding the Rams to that few points should have been like the Bengals need to win. I think they went into the game saying like, we have to score like at least 27. I feel like, you know, I said, I told beast. I said, Bengals are, Bengals are scoring 20. No more, no less. I was right. They got on 20 because like they just, Burrow has not played that good of a playoffs. I think he had a, he has a QBR. He had a QBR of like 40 in the playoffs and the average is 50. So he was below average all playoffs, really. It's just obviously when you win, 
the shine's going to go to the quarterback. But in reality, the reason they were there was their defense. I don't think that's a question. I, and it showed in this game, their defense played good, but the Rams defense just played way better. Yeah. And I'm not like surprised at all that the Rams, I mean, came out with this win. They didn't cover, but <laughs> doesn't no, matter. they got a regular figure. But we were all talking about this. The entire the United States is just so happy to see Matt Stafford with some jewelry on his finger. Yeah. And then I love the post game interview with uh, Sean McVay. He's like, he's like, Oh yeah. Give me a beer right before he puts his headset on. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, yeah, I'm getting married this, this off season. And he's like, thank God we won the Super Bowl. Otherwise people would be like, Oh, nice to see Sean McVay finally got a ring on his finger. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then right at the end of his, uh, uh interview he goes yeah i'm not gonna remember any of this tonight <laughs> like you I mean, know, this he a, got absolutely blasted this is like a story ending i mean because you have a quarterback with matt stafford who like just give him the chance to prove himself you he got he did it in a year he proved himself everything his whole career what he's done his whole career the question was is he even that good he can't win well, there you go. He, you give him a chance and he wins. And then you got the greatest single season by any wide receiver ever. Uh, I mean, a legacy, like, for the best defense talent. They have so much talent, and they want it. You Like, it almost seems like a lot of times when these teams build these super teams in, like, football and baseball, it doesn't work out for some reason. Then for them, they got it. And they have so many second – like, they gave all these fan favorites a second chance, like Odell. I mean, everyone thought he was done. Von Miller, everyone thought he was washed up. I mean, they just so many guys on the team. Like, and even Stafford, you could put in that category. They just fan favorites, got a second chance, and they were unbelievable. Odell was on pace for probably almost 150, 200 yards that game. Yeah, he, he did play unbelievable. He what was I think, unbelievable. What I think is funny, though, is he had $200,000 cleats on in the Super Bowl, and he blew out his ACL. I mean, I don't know if it was the cleats, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, he was unbelievable. Like, even all postseason, he was good. He was crazy good. No, if you're the Bengals, though, and the Rams are going on that run to score, Cooper Cup's last touchdown, one-on-one versus Eli Apple. What the fuck are you thinking? Like, are Eli you? Apple is by far the most hated player he was getting in the NFL. Clowned on, clowned on Twitter by other yeah. people around the league. It was horrible. But, yeah, I know, like you said, like, how the hell do you let that happen? How does first of all they had when, a camera on Matt Stafford when he threw that ball? Because I would have been grinning ear to ear. Like, yeah. oh my god, Cooper Cup on he, Eli Apple, sign me up. So Odell goes out. How the hell is Cooper Cup open open every single play? Every single play, wide open, no one within 10 yards of him. It makes I don't get it. He's just that good, I guess. Like I, he so with the Super Bowl MVP, he has a triple crown. Won the offense player of the year and a Super Bowl MVP in the same year. That's crazy. I saw I was like Jerry Rice is the only wide receiver in history to do all those things in a career. Cooper Cup did that in a single season. It's ridiculous how good of a career, how good of a year he had. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any words. It's, it, it's just so weird too because he his like story and everything. Like he was supposed to be yeah. fucking nobody. But now he's like this white wide receiver Super Bowl hero, kind of like a Julian Edelman type guy, but just way fucking better. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, he 
just how he gets open every single I it might just be that connection with him and Stafford because that's crazy what they can do. It was week in, week out. They he never got stopped. Never once this year got shut down. Cooper Cup and Stafford. Like they were always he always was gonna get you at least a, almost a touchdown or at least like a hundred yards. It was ridiculous. No bad weeks. It was just week in, week out, just a stud. Uh commercials. We couldn't really hear shit because our Super Bowl party was just packed to the brim. Like you couldn't hear TV. But uh the Q the QR code one where the box hit the corner and all of us oh, just went awesome. completely nuts. That's a genius wow. commercial. It was like for a crypto company, which a yeah. ton of crypto companies like had commercials, which is like kind of fucking annoying. But then just one more shout out that like baby commercial. Talking and then there's a baby pilot. I just love that shit. I'm a sucker for it. That was I yeah, I didn't really pay attention to the commercials, but <laughs> from what I saw, like that one was that one was awesome. Commercials suck now because because it's so much so expensive, but no, yeah, well, the ones you said were great. Yeah, I mean, other than that though, we had NFL awards. My man TJ Watt, obviously one defense player of the year. Bryce kept fucking getting on my ass telling me that Aaron Donald's going to win it. I'm like, if he does, I'm literally going to kill somebody or like just go on a complete rampage. Thank God he won it. But Aaron Donald, I like, I have his like career stats and they're, it's ridiculous. Like his accolades. So he's a Super Bowl champ, obviously. I hate to take the spotlight away from TJ Watt here, but like three Super Bowl champ, three time deep boy. Uh, 2010 all he's on the all decade team already seven time um all first team all pro so seven of the eight seasons eight seasons eight for eight on pro bowls rookie of the year and he's missed two games in his career and neither of them were injury related eight seasons yeah. in, probably like one of the best you arguably the best defense player ever <laughs> i mean it is absolutely on fucking real a lot of people were saying after the super bowl that he might retire I don't really get that because, well, I guess they said the same thing about Brady because he just came off a monster year. But, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird because the Rams, it's going to be really damn hard to keep their pieces there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably easily get better too, but I don't know. I, yeah. I just well, don't see him retiring. Yeah, it, it really sucks that they that the Rams did win the Super Bowl, though, because the day before T.J. Watt wins the Super wins the – Defense player of the year. The next day, the next day, Aaron Donald's team wins the Super Bowl, and Aaron Donald arguably could should have won that MVP of the Super Bowl. It kind of takes a lot of the shine away from TJ Watts, like year he had. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when Ben Roethlisberger retired, and then like the day after, fucking Tom Brady did. Yeah, and that, it it's not really the same though because Brady could control it. He's like, you know, what, I'm just gonna retire. Aaron Donald's like, you can have that award. I'm just gonna go win the Super Bowl. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Big Ben is his quarterback. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't fucking be there, but anything else on the war? I mean, Aaron Rodgers won MVP. That's, that's, I, I don't know really who to give it to, but I, I guess fuck. that's kind of wild, though, that we're going to have the MVP and defense player of the year on our team next year. Yeah, you good. You can have Rodgers. I don't even give a shit. He'll just lose you in the playoffs, anyways. It don't matter. Uh, different scenery. We have a winning culture in Pittsburgh. Packers have a pretty winning culture. Pretty, 
solid winning culture too in their in their lifetime, in their like franchise. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> anyway, NBA. Unless you got anything more on football. Oh, uh, I have a couple of things about uh still on the Super Bowl. I saw this is this is wild. Uh Andrew, so Andrew, obviously everyone knows Andrew Whitworth, but he was a he was a five-star coming out of high school and he was the number four prospect in Louisiana. And in that those four guys out of Louisiana, um they all have they all have BCS national championships and all of them have won Super Bowls. And they all went to LSU at the same time. It's crazy. Same class, same state, same college. And they've all it was uh Marcus Spears, Michael Clayton, and Marquise Hill. I mean, not really idea of really some of that. I know Marcus Spears from broadcasting, but it's still kind of crazy that they all won national championships and they all won Super Bowls and they were the same state, same class, all went to the same college and everything. Are you talking about Swagoo? What? Like that Spears guy, like Swagoo, like the big Marcus Spears. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him so much. And then the last thing was, if any team in the league can take anything away from the Super Bowl, this was a Bears tweet. They said the league's about quarterback and his weapons. So get a good quarterback. Gets some solid weapons. Who cares about everything else? Saw Joe Burrow's offense line is worse than the league. Still got to the Super Bowl. And then the second one, there's only two points. Just get to the damn playoffs. Get to the playoffs. Neither of these teams were the best in the NFL. Both were four seeds, barely won their divisions. And and there they are. So all you got to do is get there and then worry about the rest. So it's like, if anything you can take away, just get a quarterback. It's quarterback league. Get some weapons around him. Figure out the rest later and just get to the playoffs and let everything else worry about it after that. I I was going to bring something like that up. I did want to say, like, we kind of got sold short by having two four seeds in there, but I think the Rams on paper, they were the best team. The Bengals, definitely not. It would have been much better, like the Bills or Chiefs. But, I mean, at least we got this, like, get, like a good storyline and everything for the Super Bowl, yeah. and it was a great game, so – yeah, I mean the Rams were the best team all year, almost. Like, I, like they they had their struggles. They got to a four seed somehow. I think they just lost some games there. But I mean, a lot of people had them top of the league all year. Yeah, so Compared to the Bengals, who I mean, it's gonna. I mean, we said it already. It's gonna be so hard for Burrow to get back compared to the considering the talent he has to go through, quarterbacks wise, that are all way better than him. No, I don't think he'll be back. But that video of him getting hit and then him screaming, like, in pain. Yeah. And the camera would not stop showing him screaming. I'm like, holy shit, this is not good. I mean, he got Stafford, playing, but. Stafford, too. He got banged up. He, like, rolled his ankle really bad, but he fought through it. But we've seen Stafford before get hurt and finish the game. He plays better. He, he does. He's just a dog. It don't matter for him. He's playing and he's finishing the game. He is a warrior. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Like I said, great to see him do it. Who? There we are. Never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. But uh, we want to go into NBA. Yeah. So the biggest headline, I guess you can call it, James Harden gets traded to Philly for Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. Did anybody else get – oh, Andre Drummond too. But, I mean, I broke this down. I think that that is a massive trade for the Nets. I think – 
they are way better off with what they got than having James Harden. Now, Ben Simmons, he he's offensive liability, yeah. I mean, he can still get his points, but the Nets didn't really need like that a James Harden type score on their team. Like Ben Simmons, obviously unbelievable defensively. He's a point forward. He'll be able to handle and do everything, like create for other guys. Then they needed depth so badly. And getting Andre Drummond, the kind of rebounder he is, and then Seth Curry when he's healthy, can hit from the parking lot. I absolutely love this trade for the Nets. Yeah, the only thing is you got two fucking guys you got to worry about that don't want to play basketball. Oh, yeah, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just don't get it because last year they were a KD's foot being 20 feet long. Like, the foot was on the were, line. He That's a three-pointer. They make it to the finals, and I think they win easily. They were I, they're, they were 13-3 when they all three of them played. Yeah. They didn't play I mean, many games together. 16 you, games that they all played together. You would think if they – will like realize that and be like, all right, we just need to keep this together. We'll be perfectly fine. But there's a fucking egos and shit. I and they, feel they, went a, that. they went a year and a half and only played 16 games together. It sucks. But I mean, I, I personally think the Sixers won the deal considering um, Joel Ben Simmons wasn't playing. At least James Harden was playing for the Nets. Let's they say got, they do play, which I'm banking on, obviously. No, 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 I'm saying at the time, it basically is the, the trade was for the Sixers, we get James Harden and we give you nothing because the guy didn't play for us. He wasn't going to play. They got James Harden for free. Well, I mean, they get, I guess they gave up an uh, injury prone player, the Nottery Drummond, who's probably pretty replaceable. And then they kind of play him. Yeah, and like it was basically you could say Seth Curry for James Harden because <laughs> obviously Nets side is different. They got Ben Simmons, but Sixers side they got a guy that was never going to play for them, so they got rid of somebody, literally nobody. They got rid of nothing. Nothing. Ben Simmons counts as nothing for them. It shouldn't even be, like it doesn't even count as a trade part of the trade for the Sixers. They just got Harden for free. Well, like, on the side of the 76ers argument, when James Harden was playing, like, point guard for the Rockets, Clint Capella, he made him, like, damn near an all-star. Now give him Joel Embiid. If they no, could get it, it that, worked. like, pick-and-roll, like, type offense Perfect. going, and it actually works, like, I give it to him, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But it's just not the same James Harden, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's not the same James Harden. He wasn't the Rockets, but he's still James Harden. He can still put the ball in the hoop, like, pretty – like – pretty easily and the thing is with the Sixers is compared to the Nets so James Harden's a liability in defense we know but the the Sixers got guys that can play defense where Harden can be like the fifth best defender on the floor at all times on the Nets I mean he didn't play defense and he's still probably the third best defender on the team because they still got <laughs> like um what's his name That all he does is play defense and Tobias Harris is still on that team he's good I mean he can defend he can score Danny Green on there yeah, but I do not like Dan- Danny Green. Yeah, I mean, especially in the fucking playoffs. Yes, yeah, so, so I, mean, I think the Sixers are – I think they won the deal considering they literally get, got rid of nothing for James Harden. Literally got rid of nothing. And they're top four seed in the East. 
I mean, you know what I mean, though, for the side of the Nets? Like, you're – Yeah, no, 100%, 100%, yeah. Like, obviously, they all have to play, which is, like, pulling fucking teeth, I guess. Yeah. But I don't fucking like, get the, that either. Like, these guys, getting, their entire lives, they've been striving to be, like, fucking great NBA players, winners, blah, blah. Now they're given, like, them a silver platter, and they're just like, nope, too good for this. Pisses me off, but like the thing they got, so they got Seth Curry because Joe Harris was fucking, he was bad like this year. He just forgot how to play basketball. So Seth Curry, I think, is probably an upgrade. But I don't think Seth Curry's had a great year either. I could be wrong. I haven't watched. Oh, a lot he of was playing good. I think he just he has like ankle problems too. Oh, is it okay? I I didn't know, but yeah, I can see. I think it works for both teams because both teams kind of needed something new, but the Sixers fucking nailed it. Because they getting rid of Ben Simmons, you could have got you could have traded Ben Simmons for, I don't know, um, Tony Snell, and it would have worked. It would have been <laughs> fine, just because at least you're getting something out of Tony Snell, to one point a game. That's better than Ben Simmons not even playing, not even showing up. Tony Snell's stat sheets. If you guys are ever bored, yeah. look them up. <laughs> They're the funniest thing in the NBA. He hasn't missed a free throw in like three years <laughs> like he he was like one of the only players in like history to shoot like 50 from the field like 50 from three and like 100 from the three point from the free throw line it's crazy he hasn't missed a free throw he's made he made like 50 free throws in a row over like a two or three year span because he doesn't play a lot but the guy's efficient when he's in there <laughs> it's like you need a bucket, and you look down to your bench, and you're like, all right, we're going to draw something up where Tony Sell is guaranteed to get fouled, and we're going to get a free two points. <laughs> no, exactly. But anyway, players of the week, Luka Doncic has been averaging 43, 10, and 8, and then DeMar DeRozan also got player of the week, Eastern Conference, of course. He's averaging 37, 5, and 56% from the field. And then I think tonight he just had like a – 40-point night against the Spurs. So, I mean, those two, are obviously, they've been doing it, like, all year, but they're fucking balling out right now. Yeah, I know they've been doing it all years, right? But every time Luca has a good game from three, Beast does he, oh, he can't shoot him. Like, you're just going to tell me about the good games? <laughs> like, can I hear, uh, hear a game where he had bad shooting night? Like, I, because I don't – he's not a good three-point shooter, but – no, I love how he plays. Like we, I think we were talking about this weekend. How he's just like so slow and calm, and lets everything. It comes to him so easily. It feels like, like the game. That's what I love. I mean, James Harden yeah. would do the same shit when he was rolling. Like they just play yeah. to their speed, and you can't do nothing about it. Let the game come to them. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, Luca shoots thirty-two from three. So, <laughs> well, could be better, huh? That's bad. That's thirty-three yeah. as a career. 30, 33 as a career. Yikes. Well, his like he always does those like step back shit, but I swear, like when James Harden does step backs, he gets like real separation. But when Luca does it, he just like he's still at the end of the day just shooting over like it's a still contested. Camera. You might yeah. as well just stay where you were and get a, get closer to the rim or to the hoop. <laughs> but uh anyway, Clay Thompson, he had 33 the other night. Welcome back. I mean, fuck, dude, what I would have thought it'd be a fucking long time before that happened, but yeah, he had 33 and 16 in the fourth quarter. So good for Clay. 
Yeah, no, seeing that, this that's scary. It's a scary team. I mean, we already knew it was a scary team. It's the freaking Warriors. They have Steph Curry. The, uh, I mean, he's generational talent, life talent. I mean, no, you'll never get finding out of Steph Curry. So, yeah, when Clay, having Clay come back and showing this, scary, scary, scary team. Well, they already have three all-stars, and then Jordan Poole's playing his ass off. And then is James Wiseman going to come back this season? I don't know. I think so. I think he should. I'm not sure though, but Kevin Looney. I mean, Looney, the thing is with the Warriors, they don't need good bigs. They never had yeah. good bigs. They just <laughs> give me a big that can just do a, a job and just be a big guy, be a big body down there. That's all they need. And that's yeah, splitter. Yeah. Anderson Virgil. <laughs> uh, uh, Timothy Mosgov. All Bogut, NBA champions. Andrew Bogut. Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga <laughs> is playing really good for them. Who? Jonathan Kaminga. Kaminga. Like he's like I see stuff on him all the time. He's playing. He's having a good year, and he's a rookie. It's. I still can't believe they got Moses Moody and Kaminga, and they're the fucking Warriors. It's so dumb. But. Anyway, yeah, I mean. Fuck, so I already talked about the minor league teams in MLB. Then I kind of brought up the Olympics earlier. So I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. Um, what was he going to do? Oh, like the all-star game, like that kind of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you hear about that draft? What, like what about it? So, like, KD drafted his team and Ernie and, like, all the guys from TNT were, like, trying to joke with him as he's – drafting and he was like the biggest menace ever he's just being a complete dick and then he got down to the last pick of the draft and lebron i think got james harden and everybody just started dying laughing because they're like nobody fucking wants this guy on their team but he got him because he sucked all year like why would you want him um no but i'm trying to find like the three-point contest and stuff because cat is in the three-point contest like i said this about the NFL Pro Bowl, I wish that you were obligated to be in those skills competitions. Like, if you are the best three-point shooters in the league, like, you have to do that. If you're the fastest player in the NFL, you have to do the 40-yard dash. Like, I I don't like know. the dunk just, contest? I don't know how you grade the dunk contest, but I think it's like pretty obvious. We would take Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine and, like, I don't know. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards said he's not a, like, dunker like that, though. He just dunks, like, 100 people. Yeah, maybe but, like Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, I'm trying to think who it is. It's LeBron would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I really, he, he, I mean, he, he maybe does like some John Morant. Yeah, Ja too. Like, it'd be it's so it could be so much better. So they get Jalen Green. Um, yeah. What's the guy's name for the Warriors? I didn't even know he knew how to dunk that guy in the Warriors. Like, I thought he was like one of them big slower guys, but. I don't even know the other two, but the three-point contest is three-point contest is usually pretty good though. Oh yeah, because like what what the how does what does the three-point contest hurt you at all? You're shooting more threes. You're practicing your threes. You know it's just gonna help you. In front of a I mean, crowd, kind of, high-pressure situation. Exactly, exactly, and it's good to see that cats in it just because like it's a big man. Yeah, I don't know. That might hurt him on his time. You got to get all them shots off in a minute, Luke. Yeah, but he doesn't jump when he shoots, so it should be fine. Yeah, well, Zach Levine's gonna win it anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, it's so it's um, shit. 
Desmond Bain, I didn't know he shot threes. Uh, Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard's in it, though. Love Luke Kennard. <laughs> I said that one of my biggest, like, draft breakdown bust things or whatever was him. Said, was, I said that Luke Kennard's going to be the next Clay Thompson, but left-handed. Wow, what a take. <laughs> um, Zach Levine, obviously, CJ McCollum. Patty Mills, I hope he does good. He is, he is a good shooter. Just have him wear his uh, Australian uh, jersey, and he probably will win it. Um, Cat, Fred Van Vliet, and then Trey Young. Yeah, I think Trey Young though should be able to shoot from longer distances than what the racks are at. Like I feel like he would do better from forty feet out yeah. instead of thirty, whatever it is. Then did you see how the, what the skills competition is? Is it Big Ben versus guards again? No. So there's only there's nine guys. There's three calves. The three honest brothers and then three rookies. Yeah, I guess I heard about that. How are they like? I just don't know how they're doing it because I don't know how that works. But yeah, they're doing it's Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and the three honest brothers. And then it's Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. Give me the rookies. Oh, yeah. Well, Giddy, Giddy's a fucking sniper. I love that man. But the honest brothers, one of the honest brothers is in the G League. Yeah. And, but Giannis is the, biggest try hard in all-star history so like i imagine that he's going to dominate until it gets to the three-pointer and then his guy behind him is going to catch up and then hit it and then they'll be out <laughs> um no i, I hope i uh, i want to see the rookies win that just because the rookies but and then the dunk contest is cole anthony juan toscano anderson Obi and then Obi Toppin and then Jalen Green. I hope it's Cole Anthony or Jalen Green. Though I, mean, I don't even think Obi can jump out of the gym. Obi, yeah, but he's just he's like big guy though. Big guys don't. Someone about him, I don't. They can go between the legs. They can do that shit. But it's just watching them dunk is not as flashy as like a guard, just because they don't. You don't see the air time and shit. I don't know. Someone about it. That's why I always thought Zach Levine's were way better than Aaron Gordon, just how it looks because he's smaller. She's like, they jump higher and they can do more. I don't know. Something about the just how it looks. And I don't like Obi Toppin. And he's a bum. I definitely like his brother way more. Shout out Kentucky, my future. Jacob Toppin. And he has lazy eye. And he's still really fucking good. So and he's still, yeah, he's still in the uh, college at Kentucky. How do lazy eyes work? Like, I feel like you can still see straight. It's just that, like, your peripheral vision's off. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. Oh, you've never been – then you've never had a lazy eye before? Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I don't think that just comes to you. It comes and goes. No, I think you can decide to do it. When you're young? Like, yeah. I want my kid to – Oh, have you ever done that? Uh, Like, there's a total, like, dad move to do, but you're making, like, a silly face or whatever. You're, like, looking at your nose, and they're like, quit doing that, or else they'll stay like that forever. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, like Spongebob. Do you know that uh, thing on Spongebob? When you're going to have freeze, to the clarify. State, they, it's like an episode of Spongebob where, like, if you – they stick – if you're doing a face so long, it freezes like that forever. It's hilarious. But I always heard if you are cross-eyed and someone smacks you in the back of the head, then you're, then you're cross-eyed for life. I don't think I'm ever going to risk that again. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard that once in high school and I was terrified ever since because I don't even want to risk it. 
yeah, like don't get cocky with it. Don't be like, oh, it's bullshit. And then now you're fucked. Like now you have cross-eyed for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you if you had to have one face on the rest of your life, what would it be? Because I think mine would be uh like a Katie Johnson mean mug. Stank face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Oh, people face. at all times would be like, fuck, is he listening to like Lil Baby or something? Because <laughs> his face just stank. Oh no, I agree. Or just yelling. I don't know. That's always fun. I love when you like people would always like want to throw shit in your mouth though. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Cause like, I just love when like athletes are yelling and then they get the one pic, the picture of it. It's just cause so Chris Bosh dinosaur yell. Yeah. Yeah. I know that he looks bad, but. (laughs) Well, it's that neck. He's like all neck with it. Then his mouth is like like Giannis. You always see Giannis yelling. He's, I, I don't know. Giannis, I just really hate it that the last how many years I've seen Giannis in the all-star game. Like, he's the only person who, like, really gives a fuck until, like, the He line. knows one speed. He's just rim to rim. And, like, yeah, he's not, you're not going to fucking guard him in a normal game going rim to rim, but he still does it. And, like, I don't know. They should just make a Giannis rule where he can only shoot threes. <laughs> Everyone. What? Every time uh, you watch the Bucks, like you know, players like that that only dunk and shit, and like that's all they can do and can't shoot are really boring to watch. But watching Giannis in like the playoffs is probably the I'd rather I like watching him more than Steph Curry just because Giannis babies everybody that he goes against, babies the fuck out of them. And it's so funny because no, you cannot stop him. It's impossible. I am pretty- too hard. I'm pretty convinced that Joel Embiid is going to try his ass off to get MVP too. What I'd love is just see Joel Embiid and Giannis just go 1v1 for like how long. And I Giannis would destroy him. <clears throat> I think well, he would destroy him. Well, he should. I, I mean, he's a better all-around player. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy because no one talks about Giannis anymore and he's second in MVP. Second or third. Who's first? And, I think it's either Jokic or Embiid. Oh, it's Jokic like those are, those are, numbers Yeah, too. Jokic. I, I think Jokic is one right now, but it's crazy that year in, year out, Giannis. So Giannis won the back-to-back, and then last year he didn't win, and he should have won, a lot of people think, over Jokic just because they had a way better team, and it's Giannis, but it was the fatigue, obviously, voter fatigue, and, he, and here he is again, top three. He just dominates. I was really rooting for Jokic too because if somebody plays basketball like how Joey Raker plays basketball, it I would compare my game to Nikola Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> just insanely creative, making all around your speed and just all around talent. Yeah, I mean from the like from the half court line to right under the rim, it's just all day. I mean obviously not as good it's like that's just how i play well, yeah because otherwise yeah. you'd be the nba <laughs> but uh yeah that that all we got i think that's all yeah yeah i mean that wasn't too bad but uh shit wasn't gonna say oh season's over a lot of people that's what's crazy like football is just over and like i guess after ben's retirement game at Heinz Field, I kind of just gave up on the season. And even though the Steelers made the playoffs after that, it's just like 
I just thought to myself, I'm like, oh, the season's over. So it did it's, really hit me that it's just darn and every Sunday now after rely on like Big East basketball and shit. But I mean, yeah. it's a good season. So which it, it's really weird that Big East plays Sundays because of their private schools. Wow. Yeah. Wait, no- do they do they normally play? I swear they do. Oh, I swear Providence plays every Sunday. Yeah. I swear to God, Big East plays games on they're like the only conference like major conference that plays on Sundays but I'm looking forward to it because I don't know what the heck it's crazy the football is done it actually is kind of crazy thinking about because I don't like what are we, what is the internet going to talk about on Monday NASCAR like Mondays every Monday <laughs> yeah I mean if they start doing this shit too where they keep talking about Tom Brady all offseason I'm gonna kill myself I feel really bad for uh, some, like Shannon, um, undisputed. I don't know what they do after. I guess they're kind of they're NBA guys too, but I don't really I don't really know what they do after NFL. Oh, they're they're not even NBA guys. All they do is debate about LeBron, and then if LeBron's better than Michael Jordan, and that's all they debate about. That's true. That's true. That's true. I. I love Shannon Sharp with all my fuck with all my. Oh, I do. I think he's great. He is awesome. Skip. Has I just moments. think he's like. He has his moments. He's like more. He's like not even a person. He's just a. a just goes and go. Anything Shannon Sharp says, he goes against it. He's just like Skip Bayless. Just a thing that just happens, and he's got we this need, like aura about him. I don't know. He just doesn't seem like we, he's a real person. What we what we need is Skip and Stephen A. back. I, I have a conspiracy theory that I think it's going to happen because I know how Fox has Skip Bayless and they can pay him probably whatever they want. But oh, ESPN, yeah. they're the worldwide leader in sports. If they want to run that shit back, they will. I mean. Dude, if those two go at it now, how much like knowledge and shit they have. Like they were young when they did it first. If they could do it now, how much more stubborn they both got too. It's oh, you know, be- they both got. Eagles on the roof they did back then. Now they think they're the kings of their networks, which they are. But they were at least a little humbled back then. But now it's like it's just going to be war every single day. It's going to be crazy. I don't want Skip to leave Shannon, though. I hope if they does, like Shannon Sharp gets a good fucking partner with him because Shannon Sharp is unbelievable. (laughs) No, they should just trade Michael Irvin. (laughs) That would be so – Shannon Sharp and Michael Irvin would be hilarious together. I think – if Michael Irvin ever like started losing an argument, he'd just be like, "Well, I have three championships. You have one or two or whatever it is." Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, but Shannon Sharp would be like, "Well, I'm arguably one of the best tight ends of all time." Or he just bring out about how Michael Irvin loves cocaine. Yeah. Well, the yeah. thing is, Michael Michael Irvin. The only reason they have Michael Irvin is because he gets Stephen A. going. Yeah. Because he's dumb. He does. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Like I think. Kellerman would get Stephen A going just because Kellerman would say the most outlandish shit ever. Oh my god, yeah. But then I love my Stephen A would be like Stephen A would be like, how do you even have a job? Well with Michael Irvin, it's just like a Cowboys legend. And you know, I don't know. It just just obviously super eccentric. Yeah, no, I like Max Kellerman a lot just because of that reason. He didn't give a shit what he said. He he said it. He puts okay. asses in seats. 
five years in a row, he said Brady is on the downfall. <laughs> he has kept saying it every single year until it was right. And it never was right. Yeah. He's literally, <laughs> he's literally retiring on top, not as a team, but as a, at, at his position. I mean, he got second in MVP this year at 44 <laughs> years old. Yeah. So he, Kellerman was just waiting. Is like, well, this is the third year I've done it. I might as well keep riding with it until it happens. And it just never worked out. It's awesome. Imagine what you what you and I will be doing at 44, and then imagine what Tom Brady's doing at 44. <laughs> it sucks. No, I always think about that now, like watching like college basketball, even NBA basketball. Kate Cunningham, I'm like, they're literally the same age as me. And here I am watching them play on TV with a beer in my hand, <laughs> some fast food with me, and no money. And an assignment due at 11.59. And <laughs> I just put a lot of money on them to do something. <laughs> it's crazy. because No, and the thing is, we talk about them like they're not our age. <laughs> yeah that, it's just when you think about it, like Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley are like literally the same ages as us but look what they're doing compared to what I'm doing right now well I mean even college they're players playing right now like a lot of them are younger than us or our <laughs> age and we act we talk about them like they're kids like what the fuck <laughs> yeah like we like we slander the fuck out of them and it's like I don't know if we really have we're in the place to do that, but <laughs> they are just kids. But I don't know. It's fun. That's that's the world of sports uh, media. Well, a lot of you have been asking, "What are we gonna do when football's over?" Every Monday, we're doing a draft. We're gonna have guests on, probably like max of four people. So then, it well, ain't like, should we do Monday? Our college basketball episode. Oh, right. The end of the week and then Wednesday. Yep, we'll do that. We'll yes. have drafts. Yeah, so hit us up, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. We can get you on. We have a bunch Make of ideas list. that are coming out. Like, I think we haven't really decided yet, but some of the drafts we're going to do uh, draft a case race team of athletes, uh, probably do like an all criminal team. Whoever has the best team of criminals wins. Uh, yeah, I mean, just other shit like that. We we'll probably repeat time. some of the ones that we did earlier in the our podcasting careers. Oh yeah, that... repeat a couple of those, but no, yeah, should be fun. And of course, on Thursday we'll have our last Thursday college basketball show for you guys. Another great, well, not as great as the other weeks, yeah, well, but well, we'll probably have a great time debating because me and Luke kind of got into it this weekend, more. but uh. Or we could – I'm saying, like, do you, unless you want to do on, like, a sun, on Sunday and then have it come out on Monday. Yeah, I mean, either or. Football's done. What, is, what are we going to be doing on Sunday nights, like me and Logan? <laughs> Nothing. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. we could just do our podcast on there and then just do Monday nights. Or Monday is when it comes out. Then you get the whole week. But yeah, because then we get the whole week ahead of you, our picks and everything and what we think. So, I, I think we do that. Monday and Thursday plan on like listen oh, listeners listeners yeah. Monday and Thursdays. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. You guys take her easy.
This kid is He's a He's a He's a He's a Okay, I'm sending it. 